Hey, welcome to episode two of the First Line Leadership Podcast. Uh, this is Zach. Um, so again, thank you for listening to episode one. I know it was a little bit of rambling and probably not as well organized as I would like, um, but that's, uh, that's what we get when we're just first starting out. So um, again, it's uh, uh, March you know, 2020. We're Kind of as a as a nation and as a world, uh, dealing with some unprecedented things with the uh, uh, COVID nineteen, the uh, coronavirus that is uh, taking over, um, you know, kind of impacting everybody. Um, doesn't matter, you know, age, demographics, any of that kind of stuff. So, um, over the past few weeks, you know, here. Um, in this part of the world, in this part of the United States, um, we've been talking about it. We've been kind of dealing with it. And over the past, you know, week or so, we've started to see more and more positive cases pop up in our county and our town, um, in our region. And it's impacting all of us, uh, especially in the fire service, uh, the fire department, my fire department also runs, uh, EMS. Uh, we have a paid ambulance service, um, that runs with us on EMS calls, and they're dealing with it. Um, they're dealing with it a lot more than we are. Um, but again, you know, anytime the pager goes off and and we're responding, or the the station tones go off and we're going, um, you know, as an officer, these are some of the things that are in the back of my mind now. Um, Without getting into too many specifics, um, you know, we, we met as, you know, our officer group, um, and we've been communicating regularly back and forth, uh, you know, via text message and whatnot, um, kind of about what we're going to do and how we're going to handle this. Um, and, you know, a lot of people worked on, um, for our department, a standard operating guideline that, um, is based off of the guidance, uh, from, the CDC, the New York State Department of Health, and our county Department of Health, and, you know, takes into account um, some changes that we're going to make, um, how we operate, um, obviously providing our members with the proper PPE, um, making sure that they're they're protecting themselves, um, but also some changes around the firehouse itself, um, you know, limiting, limiting the firehouse to active members, um, you know, changing how, you know, we're, we're hanging out there. Really, it's kind of non-existent right now because we're, we're all really practicing that, uh, you know, the social distancing as it is. Um, I guess one thing that we probably address is, you know, my department is a home response department, meaning that, you know, we do respond from our, our houses. Um, if you're not hanging out at the firehouse or, you know, just kind of up there in a call drops. Um, and if I'm home, you know, or, or wherever I am, I generally jump in my truck and either used to head right to the scene um, or to the firehouse. Now that's kind of changing. Um, certainly limiting, um, want to limit our exposure to any potential um, contamination or, uh, the transmission of the, of the virus. Um, so, so that, that's all changing and, and it's unprecedented times. Um, I don't want to necessarily say it's overwhelming because again, um, we'll get through this. It's all kind of stuff, um, that we prepare for and we talk about and, um, 
you know we we can deal with we we know we 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 know our people uh we know their capabilities um and a lot of the stuff isn't necessarily new it's just uh, a change in how we operate so it's a change in some of the 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 you know new york state emt uh, bsi seems safe um you know that takes on a different meaning uh, um for us you know now with uh you know, uh, respirators and goggles or face shields. Um, obviously, you know, the gloves, we've been wearing gloves all the time, um, for regular EMS calls. Uh, but now also the gowns, um, you know, the sanitation af- afterwards, uh, disposing that, um, you know, the disposable stuff, uh, sanitizing, um, and disinfecting the, the other materials, our gear, our equipment, um, you know, taking a rig out of service for a period of time to to make sure it's washed down and sanitized. We're not bringing bringing it back to the firehouse. We're not bringing it back to our own personal lives, um, or at least limiting as much you know as possible, limiting our exposure. Um, and a lot of other things factor into that. You know, the calling ahead uh, to the hospital that's on the ambulance really side. My again, my agency doesn't do uh, transport, um, but you know, those are all things that factor in. So, and I'm sure this will be the first of many times we talk about this right now, um, because it is, it is kind of dominating obviously our lives and, you know, uh, for those of us, you know, that are leaders in the fire service, there's a lot of added things and added responsibility that we have to think about, um, and talk about and work on, um, you know, I, I recently had a conversation uh, yesterday uh, with our, our chief of department and, you know, he again, just kind of reiterated the same points and gave me some guidance and said, hey, you know, hey, look, if you're running a call, um, you know, just watch out for everybody. Make sure, you know, make sure we're we're taking all the proper precautions. Nobody is, you know, doing something they shouldn't be doing or not supposed to be doing. And everybody is is wearing the proper PPE and we're documenting where we need to and what we need to. And afterwards, uh, we're doing our sanit, you know, our, our, our disinfectant and, and sanitizing everything, you know, and I kind of thought, I'm like, you know, yeah, I knew this in the back of my mind, but you know, again, it's just that as the chief, he had to reiterate to me as a captain, so I can reiterate again to our people. Um, we have to take care of our own. Um, we have to take care of our, our people first, um, and kind of with that, you know, there's there's kind of that unified leadership uh, within the firehouse, uh, within our department, um, and within departments across the country and across the world. Um, you know, again, like I talked about for us, for my own department, my small little department, we, we created an SOG and we made sure all of our officers are on the same page, so to speak, right? We're, we're all following the same standard operating guideline. We're working to make sure that our members are safe and we're following that they're following that guideline and you know, that everybody's taking this as serious as it really is. Um, but again, you know, I, I can't do one thing as a captain and then another, another captain or a Lieutenant can't do it differently or just say, ah, well, that's a guideline. No, these are things that we have to take care of right now. Again, we have to take care of ourselves. Uh, but more importantly, you know, in my mind, we have to take care of our people. I have to make sure that the guys that I'm riding on the squad with, are coming back um, and that they're as safe as possible. Again, this is a dangerous job. It's a dangerous environment. We know that. We knew that when we signed up. But there's some risk and there's risk mitigation involved and how we take care of that. So um, 
looking at my list of, of topics here, um, one of the other big things um, that I think we need to talk about a little bit is the social media aspect of this. Um, again, we live, this is an unprecedented thing, right? This is touching everybody, um, all parts of the globe, um, all parts of our country, and the response has been somewhat unprecedented as well. Um, I, you know, take the politics out of it. I don't, I don't really care one way or the other, um, about that part. Um, what I mean by the response to it, you know, there's, there's been, you know, a lot of information put out there. Um, and with that comes a lot of false or fake information, um, whether maliciously put out or somebody is just misinformed, um, so one of the things that I, I think about um, as somebody who uses social media pretty heavily uh, in my personal life, but also in my um, for the fire department and obviously for for this page uh, from you know first line leadership, um, you know it, it it's that constant vetting of information. You see something on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever, and you kind of have to think about it and say. Um, maybe do a little bit more vetting of your on your own and say, is this really true? You know, this sounds odd. Um, or looking at, you know, going to directly to certain places to get information from, one of them being the CDC. Uh, again, talked about, you know, my, you know, the state's Department of Health at my county's Department of Health, um, our medical direction, um, you know, some of the, the senior officers within, you know, our agency that, that have a medical background, um, you know, all kind of factor into that um, and how that factors into social media is um, making sure that if you are somebody that runs social media for your department, uh, you're putting out correct information, you're putting out the right information. Um, I, I, I do it uh, for my department, um, one of many that run some of the social media. And one of the things that I try to look for and look to do is to keep it... Um, non-political um and again informative um and informative to the public they need to know what's going on uh we put out a big post uh the other day uh spent some time writing and revising and working on uh making sure that you know we talk to the public and let them know that as a fire department we're taking this seriously um we've put together SOGs without getting into specifics um, and we've taken steps to clean our equipment, clean our firehouse, clean our our um, our gear, uh, the apparatus and whatnot, um, and making sure that they know, you know, that again they can trust us. That we're they're calling us when they have a pretty shitty day um, or pretty pretty bad situation, and they need to know that we're going to a show up and b be prepared. Um, and I think now c, you know be ready to face some challenges that we may or may not have ever seen before. Um, so that's, that's kind of, again, factors into that social media part of it where, again, we need to be informative. Uh, we don't want to necessarily scare. We don't want to be or downplay. We need to kind of ride that middle um, and make sure we're providing the correct information, um, timely information that it's uh, uh, again from appropriate sources and, and looking at those sources going you know looking there's an abundance of information out there from the cdc there's an abundance of information from the various state departments 
State Department of Health being one of them. Um, you know, and the, the this is the information that is coming from the experts, right? Um, in in my county, there's now been probably a press briefing once a day at least for the past week or so, and um, looking at the uh, the people that are up there, um, you know, the commissioner of health, you know, medical doctor, um, you know, that's the in, in that department. Um, those are the the experts that are charged with you know, not only keeping the general public safe, but obviously as first responders, we fall into that, but also providing us with information um, for our own responses, but also to keep our people uh, people safe and how we're going to handle things going forward. So with all of that going on, um, you know, there's a lot of other things that are happening, um, you know, across across the fire service in response to to this to the COVID nineteen situation. Um and a lot of things that, you know, we just we just don't know yet how it's gonna pan out or how it's gonna shape up. Um again, because we're all in this together. And so I guess the message that I want to put out there for myself and, and for my page and, you know, is that we're we're all working on this together and, and we need to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of our members. Um we need to to all you know, again, understand that this is a, a, a situation that, you know, we haven't seen in most of our lifetimes. So how we deal with it and, and the, the level-headedness and the calmness and the storm face of these issues um, will really go a long way. Um, you know, how some of the younger members, you know, that might be a little bit more frightened or scared, you know, might be looking at some of the senior guys, uh, some of the officers, the leadership, and, and how they react and how they respond is going to kind of set the tone, right? We need to make sure that, that we're keeping ourselves level, um, so to speak. Um, and, and part of that, the other big part is some of the mental health, um, some of the mental health aspects, right? There's a lot of information out there. Um, we're constantly, constantly, constantly bombarded with it, whether it's on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, um, on TV, choose your network, whatever. Um, sometimes I just think we we all need to take a take a minute and decompress and and kind of time for ourselves and time to relax. Obviously, if you're on duty, that's a little different than you know if you're coming off of a shift or if you're coming off of some time or you know if you're not on a particular squad that week. Um, you know, time to to unwind, unplug, and relax, which is probably for those that know me is a little odd hearing from me uh, because I'm constantly, constantly on and I'm, I'm trying to make those changes myself. Um, I, I almost posted this last night and I didn't just kind of forgot about it. And there's, you know, it probably took about 20, 25 minutes last night and just kind of sat and listened, um, listened to some music. And, you know, if you follow me, you've probably seen that I've, I've posted some stuff from the Grateful Dead, uh, being a deadhead. Um, it for me, it's it's super relaxing. It allows me to kind of just take my mind off of things, right? Uh, and that's what I did last night. I watched, you know, a twenty-minute video of one song, uh, the guys jamming, and you know, kind of, you know, it was nice twenty twenty-five minutes of out without thinking about the fire department. I didn't think about what was going on in my personal life, what was going on in my my day job, what was going on outside of the four walls of my house um, just kind of took some time and 
those are kind of the things that you have to do. Um, I am certainly by no means a mental health expert, but what I know is that there are experts out there. And if you need the help, uh, by all means, you know, seek it out, get it. Um, and that just kind of goes with not just the situation, but firefighting in general. We're seeing, you know, there's a, there's a lot, um, a lot of things out there, a lot of great places, um, a lot of great pages that are dedicated to the mental health of the, the emergency services, uh, not just the fire department and EMS, but also um, our brothers and law brothers and sisters in law enforcement. Um, they're dealing with a lot, um, probably way more than than we could ever think to see in the fire department or EMS side of things. But you know, again, it's there. Um, that so I I guess you know I kind of want to wrap this part up by saying if you're you know if you need the mental help if you need some some if you need somebody to talk to, reach out. Um, because I, 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 we really got to kind of break that stigma. Um, because I think, you know, anybody and everybody will say they'd rather talk to you for an hour, an hour and a half than have to put on their dress uniform, um, and go to a funeral. So, um, again, I'll just end it by saying, I urge people, if you think you need some help, get it. Um, there's plenty of resources out there, either through your departments, um, through your County, through your state, uh, whatever. Um, there's other organizations. There's if you follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Next Rung. Um, I think they do the Green Mondays. Um, they're an organization of first responders, firefighters, uh, medics, and EMTs. Um, purely, I think I think they run off of donations, um, and you can reach out to them, and they'll they'll point you in the right direction. They'll get you the help you need. Uh, no questions asked, right? This, you know, it's brothers helping brothers. Uh, you know, we're looking out for our own. We're looking out for our, ourselves. Um, and it's, again, it's just really, really important. It's, you know, kind of think of it, um, think of it as mutual aid, right? We have no problem calling for mutual aid on the fire ground, but sometimes we got to call mutual aid for ourselves and say, hey, look, I need some help. Um, there's, it's a serious, serious topic, but we'll, we'll probably dive into more of that in future episodes. Um, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to, to kind of get into, and I, I don't want to keep it too, too long on that. Um, but again, you know, kind of getting back to the, the whole COVID-19 coronavirus situation, um, you know, again, as the weeks go on here and, and hopefully, you know, the social distancing and, and the working from home um, for most of the, the country, obviously, those in, you know, emergency services, you know, police, fire, um, EMS, obviously, we're, we're the front lines, you know, with along with the nurses and the doctors um, dealing with this, but, and all the other, the other folks that are, that are deemed emergency or, or essential services um, to keep our civilization running. Um, but as, as the, the days and weeks and months kind of go on and we learn more about this. One of the things that I think, you know, looking, looking forward to some better times, you know, we need to start thinking about chronicling this experience um, and what we've lived through. So that if it happens again, we're maybe a little bit better prepared. Um, you know, again, not just necessarily with the materials, um, you know, what's needed there, but just, you know, how to, how to handle and how to react to it. Um, we do, you know, we do this after fires, we do this after major incidents. Um, this, 
this is the big one, right? For right now, for all intents and purposes, this is the big one. So I think we, you know, kind of owe it all to ourselves to sit back and kind of think about how individually we dealt with it. Um, you know, maybe as a leadership group, you get together, uh, fellow officers or even fellow firefighters, uh, medics, um, EMTs, and you think about how your agency dealt with it or how your crew dealt with it. Um, and we chronicle all of this. Uh, so again, moving forward, A, we're, we're capturing the story, um, you know, and this will be a story that we tell going forward. Um, but B, you know, if this happens again, um, and likely it will at some point, right, we, we have it and we know what we did and we can, can kind of look at it and say, hey, this is how we dealt with it. So a lot of things to think about, things to kind of go off of uh, moving, again, moving ahead. So again, um, you know, I urge everybody, follow follow the directives uh, and the advice from the experts, um, you know, from the CDC, your state department of health, uh, county, you know, your local departments of health, um, your medical direction, um, social media. Again, look at and vet it for yourself. Remember what's true um, and what is, you know, not necessarily uh, uh, what might be false information or outdated information um, and make sure that we're posting if we, if we are in charge of that make sure you're, you're trying to keep things relevant and, and true and, and you know informative from a leadership aspect again that united front um, we may have internal discussions and debate but once a decision is made we have to stick to it and move forward obviously as things change you know we might revise that uh, but again it should be you know whatever that decision is, we carry it out together. Um, all of us have to be operating on the same page. Um, it, it shows the unity that the fire service is known for um, in leadership, but it also keeps keeps some of the order going on in our firehouses. So the younger members, you know, they're not, they're not freaked uh, because we're running around uh, crazy. Um, the big thing, the big thing that I'll end on here is after this, uh, this podcast is, Look out for one another. Um, take care of take care of our members. If you're if you're a boss, um, look out for your crew. Make sure that they're they're wearing all their right PPE. They're they're not doing anything that they shouldn't be. They're following the SOGs. Um, you know, if you're if you're on a crew, um, make sure you're you're following along with what you know what you're supposed to be doing. You're wearing your P PPE. You're following the SOGs. You're looking out for your partner. You're looking out for your buddy. Um, we're all in this together. It doesn't matter rank, level, um, experience, whatever. We all have to take care of one another. Um, but we also have to take care of ourselves. And that's, again, where the, we talked a little bit about the mental health. Uh, but moving forward, how we, how we deal with this and, you know, seeking some of that help if needed um, and just talking it through or writing it, you know, whatever works. A uh, lot, of, lot of options out there. So we'll end it here. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, like, comment, review. Uh, appreciate it. Um, my email, if you need to get in touch, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Polvino, P-O-L-V-I-N-O at Gmail. Uh, look forward to hearing from you. Um, look forward to hopefully some better times when we're not so much in isolation here and we can get out and meet. Um, hopefully, Hopefully, once the situation kind of resolves, um, we can get some guests on 
Uh, I got some local friends from my own department and some neighboring departments that we want to get together, uh, have them come in, you know, hopefully sit in my basement. We don't have to be uh, six feet apart from one another and get some microphones set up and, and talk. So, um, again, thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll end it here. Thanks.